0: Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.
1: Hello, welcome back to High Rollers, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast in the world of Erois. We're sponsored by D&D Beyond, the ultimate online D&D toolset for both players and DMs. Make your dungeon-delving life a million times easier with D&D Beyond using the link in the episode description. We're also sponsored by NordVPN, the best tool to protect yourself online. Discover new content that's normally region locked and give yourself the guaranteed safety you deserve when browsing the web with NordVPN using the link in the episode description.
2: And welcome back to Aroas. The crew of the Storm Chaser have travelled to the Sky City of Horizon, a bustling aerial metropolis protected by a powerful sorceress called Danica Bloodfire. They have come to meet with the leaders and representatives for the forces of Aroas to discuss the threat of Callus Valkyrian and his Planar Empire. After tearful but joyous reunions with old allies and loved ones, the party stepped into the political ring and met with the dignitaries that have been assembled, some known, many new. Security has been tight, but has it been enough to prevent any potential attack? Now it is time for the Erois Defense Summit to begin. We begin You had all taken a long rest, ready for the next day, the beginning of these talks, but while you sleep, there are dreams. Oh God! Century. God no. Oh. <laughs> Sentry. Sentry sleep. You float. <clears throat> you float amidst the golden river of guardian spirits within the prime matrix. One of them grows brighter and larger than others, and you are pulled in its wake. Roots, memories flow through you as you are dragged behind his spirit. You, in Root's place, stand on an alien world, a plain of radiant mountains and golden cities, armies of angelic beings, elves with tattoos and swirling elemental magic, as well as ranks of gleaming guardians made of metal stone and plants, their echoes floating and hovering around them. All of these armies stand behind a dozen or more figures that stand impossibly tall and bright. Men, women, others who are both or neither. Some are more bestial or abstract in their appearance, but they're all brilliant and luminous, greater than any living being can be. And you know that they are divinity. But yet they are mourning, and emotion is high amongst them as they grip weapons or conjure primal magic. And beyond these figures, you can see the sky of this alien world, and beyond that sky would normally be the stars. But it is now filled with a writhing, dead grey mass, a million toothy maws and grasping tentacles, and at its centre, a humanoid figure, glowing red and laughing. The divine beings let forth a bellowing cry in a language you don't speak, but its meaning reaches your heart. We fight for all life. And in a flash, they explode into action, launching up into the sky, leaving trails of luminous light. The angels and the elves all follow. You, as Root, raise your sword and the Guardians ready themselves around you. You connect their essences to the Prime Matrix, ready to absorb their spirits should they fall so they can be reborn again. And Root's voice calls out, Till all are one! And the visions fade. Quill. Uh Uh-oh. The storm around you buffets your wings and blinds you. The swirling winds are thick and grey, and you cannot stop yourself from spinning as if caught in a vortex. A number of air currents pull at your feathers and talons, and you see their lines like coloured threads with your eye of the storm. One pulses with a violet magic, one with a shimmer of starlight, Another glows red and dark. The fourth crackles with lightning. And the last is soft pink with a touch of gold. Which one do you reach out for first?
1: Uh, the lightning?
2: The thread charged with lightning cracks like thunder. And you see a model of the storm chaser, your airship, inside a glass bottle. The bottle is adrift in a vast, dark sea, and many hands reach out to push it or guide its journey. Some try to submerge the bottle beneath the dark waters. Others try to pull it up and free and into their grasp. Inside the bottle, a storm rages. Wind swirls and bright colours of blue and orange fill it with light. The glass of the bottle cracks, but it does not break. What is the next thread that you reach out for as this vision fades?
1: Oh, God. Uh, What were the other options? Uh, Lightning's gone.
2: One pulses with violet magic, one with a shimmer of starlight, another glows red and dark... the last is soft pink with a touch of gold.
1: I like starlight. I'll go with starlight.
2: The starlight thread bursts into a cloud of brilliant motes of light. And you find yourself stood in a bedchamber made of glass. A woman, dark skin and hair like the astral astral sea sleeps in a bed atop white silks. Blood Beneath her, staining the white silks red. It drips down the glass bed and then falls like rain onto a world below you. She smiles, though. All I have, I give to those I love myself, my power, my life. And the vision fades. What is the next thread you reach out for?
1: Oh, I'll get this one over with. The red
2: one. The dark red thread fills your mind with horrific sights. You see the armies of Eroes fleeing from a great tentacled mass of dead grey flesh that fills the sky. Guardians, elves, dwarves all cry out for you to save them before they are grasped and flung into the gnashing teeth of a million mouths. Their bodies, their souls The very memory of them Erased from the world And watching it all From a realm of dull red light A twisted palace Of sinew and flesh Sat upon a throne of teeth A figure watches it all They are humanoid in shape but lack any features beyond a great, wide mouth and a pair of soulless white, spiral-like eyes. They smile as the mouth opens wide and begins to devour you, but in the dark void of its mouth, you see a glint of light, a sense of hope. You see flickering black-and-white images of you, and your friends stood at the helm of a ship, facing away towards a distant star. Three figures join you. A man and two women. The vision fades. You go to reach out for the next thread, but the winds pull you away. You find yourself waking, uncertain of what those last two threads may have given you a glimpse of. Ah, damn it. Damn it. The rest of you Awake as normal to a fresh new day.
3: Well, that was And I
2: hand this over to you. (laughs) Uh,
0: I think Lucius would uh, be awake early because of uh, anxiety and tension going on with the first day of meetings. Um, And just go around and check on everybody, I I guess. If we're all in Mm -hmm. one big...
2: Are we in like a... A shared apartment kind of complex yes it's like a big uh, apartment suite so you know like in really expensive hotels where you have like a living room and multiple bedrooms and a kitchen it's kind of like that where you've got all your amenities in like one place Um, there's uh, I think there's uh, six or seven bedrooms Petal and Arvel are now basically filling the whole place up although Petal probably stays in Sentry's room Um, Sentry doesn't really need the bed so Petal can probably just sleep in there Um, but yeah so it's quite a vast it's like a like a yeah like an apartment complex really
0: okay so he'll just go over to the the kitchenette or whatever and uh loudly start getting cups and stuff out on purpose (laughs) oh such an early morning
1: well (laughs) sure good that I'm up though Uh, yeah you're up you're awake that's good
3: (laughs) Do you hear some groans coming from? Must you, must you do that so loud? It's really irritating. Nova just sentry, sentry. Where's in. the coffee?
4: Sentry, I'm on it, I'm uh, on it. I'll, I'll get going right away. Anybody want anything? Tea? Uh, <laughs> can I get you anything? Lucius, would you like anything? Oh Since yes. Since you're already uh, getting ready?
0: I'll help you. Some sort of coffee, I guess.
1: No, uh, we, no, we no, 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 shot. no, Lucius, maybe maybe just Sentry makes this one. You are very loud. Very loud.
3: So you're not <laughs> the best at making coffee either, just uh... oh, well. uh, Yeah, Sentry
4: would be good, yeah. <laughs> It takes a lot of practice, Um, but I don't mind. That's fine. I'm sure you'll get better at it, Lucia. So I'll get Howard to show you. You'll be
1: fine. uh, Deal. All right. right. Okay, sit down. In the middle of the day, get him to show him in the middle of the day.
2: (laughs) Go on, Kim.
5: Uh, I think Nova's just gonna burst in, and like she's got a whole armful of scrolls. Um, her hair is a state. It's clear that she's been up all night. She's like, I haven't slept. I was, wak- I was wondering when you guys would wake up. I, yeah, I've been running so many, I've been trying to write out so many projections and figure out everything that's going on and what could possibly happen today and where Starbake can attack and where Zer- Zarkira could attack and all the outcomes.
3: And my conclusion is, I don't know. And I'm really worried. Hey, yeah, it good could news. happen really anywhere. anytime. That was me
1: two days ago, actually. Um, I tried to figure out a question on how to solve the meeting thing and in the end I got no answer, which, I mean, could be a good thing. I saw nothing what in a few your... days' an indication... time.
5: indication?
1: Indication of what?
5: Yeah, what was your question? Oh, was your my question? Well, it, it could be an indication that, that, that it's not going to happen here. It's not going to happen here. They're going to take the advantage of all the world leaders being here to attack elsewhere in the world, because we're not there. We're here. We're not there.
1: Where is uh, that? I don't know.
3: Well, we can't really protect the entire world at once, so if we can focus on protecting this small pocket of world we currently are are in with a lot of very, very important people, most of whom, by the way, I don't remember the names of, because there was a lot of them.
1: We met a lot of people, y- yeah. I mean, look, Nova, do you want to know where Project Vanguard is, for example, if it's operational?
5: That would be a start that would be a start that would be a very good start i i have another working theory i have a working theory that the whole of resplendence is about to be attacked
0: might i suggest at this moment in time as lucius robs his temples <laughs> uh where we are and who can hear that sort of thing i mean well i
3: mean we're about to go in th- there and tell everyone everything anyway so we're... yeah
0: true i'm just letting you all know that there is everywhere don't picture it okay. everywhere, because that's strange, but I mean, oh, people no, can no, listen.
3: Doing it. We can talk to each other <laughs> in another way. And Ayla will just start mm. talking through the messenger ring instead. Sure, sure.
1: okay. Messenger ring. I, I I, can find out where Project Vanguard is. I, I, I could find out where it is in a couple of days. I could maybe find out where Starbane is. I mean, the question I asked was, in three days, two days now... What does this place look like? And it was untouched, as if nothing would happen. Uh, maybe it was the wrong but question. From, I got an answer, though.
5: From the outside? What about the inside? Was there any images of the inside, or was it just the outside?
1: Well, just the outside, but no battalion, no giant mech thing. Nothing besieging the city in a full-scale assault. So there's that.
5: But they could teleport uh, inside. They, we know that Starbane has teleportation True. technology. He could teleport inside and, and, and kill us from the inside out.
0: It's okay, Nova. These are all assumptions. <laughs> there are the finest of guard, security, technology, all that sort of thing, right here. It's the safest place for everybody. That's,
5: that's what makes me wonder if it's somewhere else, if th- there's somewhere else, it's, you know? Even if Starbane is here, Zarkira could be elsewhere. If Starkeer is here, Starbane could be elsewhere.
0: We should bring it up in the meeting, and then these powerful leaders of all of the Rois will know and will do something about it, or at least be on alert. Send messages. Why don't
3: back. we? I. Why don't we ask a really great question in relation to Project Vanguard and/or Starbane and/or the halls of fanciness? Now and then we can go to the meeting. That word, fancy word, and then we can best both worlds, you know? Maybe? Yeah, so or far, maybe you we...
0: We do a question. Yeah. Can you be like, uh, show me Project Vanguard and Starbane
1: and Halls of Resplendence mm-hmm. and it's Jessica okay and
0: where's Arvo? Mm-hmm. I have
1: a list! I mean, no, okay, wait, so it, that... <clears throat> it needs to be limited. It needs to be limited for sure. But remember, if I ask a question and it cannot answer, I can try again. So... Maybe there's a way we can work that into it. If I ask what's Starbane doing right now, it will tell me, hopefully. Uh, but then I've just wasted it. Um, maybe... He has too
3: many people working for him. I feel like we need a wider picture than just what he's doing. You know, he could just be sitting on his butt.
1: Yeah. Where does Starbane <laughs> intend uh, to attack during these meetings? And if he doesn't, as, as a I don't note. know answer.
2: As a note, you don't just have the Eye of the Storm. The Eye of the Storm is very powerful. You still have access, like Nova can cast Scrying. Uh, Sentry and Quill can both use the Commune spell. Mm. Um, These are not just, you don't just have to rely on the Eye of the Storm. Like these are all excellent avenues. You also have people here that you can ask. You don't know what Danica is capable of. You don't know if any of the other representatives have this kind of magic that they could use. The difficulty is that they don't probably know what to even inquire about. You are the only ones with knowledge of these kind of things. So don't feel that you have to pin everything on the eye of the storm. Like, you do have many, many options available to you. Um,
3: What was the person who was. Navarine? Who's like. I think it's Navarine. Who's like Mm -hmm. the person she's like all. Starcaller Navarine. The gods. Starcaller Navarine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's she's the
2: representative of the pantheon. Yes.
3: She she would maybe be a good person to talk to. That was Katie, not Ayla. Ayla wouldn't. Yeah. No. Sure. Uh,
2: you, I I think it would be a fairly safe assumption that Navarine will have a similar ability to Quill to use like a commune spell to ask questions. Normally, those questions are limited. They can't give as much information like the Eye of the Storm can, but they can be like yes, no, cryptic answers uh, to certain things. Um. But yeah. Uh, uh, as a note, I, Arvel I, I, and I... Petal are with you. Uh, but they are just kind of in the background kind of letting you guys have this discussion. Mm. Um, just okay. probably... Arvel's probably making breakfast with Petal's help. They're probably kind of Excellent. actually, like, you know, making stuff Thank while you. you guys have big, important co- talks. Yeah. I
5: could I could scry. I, I tried to scry on Starbane, but unfortunately, as expected, it didn't go anywhere because I think he has protections against him. I could try again... Uh, Zarkira, Vala, maybe Maximilian? Uh, I don't know. I, yeah, Anyone else I, you can think of?
1: I bypassed it before by scrying on Maximilian, and luckily he was meeting with Valor at the time. Um, the, those, Zarkira, Vala, and Starbane, they're going to be protected, uh, I imagine. Uh, and if they're not protected, they're going to be monitored. So they're going to know that you're looking at them. Mm. Um, It's finding someone, lower Uh, down, that they wouldn't expect us to care about, or even know about.
5: I guess Um, there's Maximilian... um, Or maybe the woman he was with... Uh,
3: I think you had a good idea, Quill, in saying that maybe we should ask if he plans on attacking during this summit. That's a broad question. you, you, you You could ask not just him, you could say...
5: Where are the Valkyrian Empire? going to attack that could cover everyone
1: oh I guess my only worry is the Valkyrian Empire is huge they could be just taking some outpost in the middle of the Astral Sea right now and I'll see Mm. that yes true but I could just say where in Aroes does the Valkyrian Empire intend to attack during these meetings
4: that could work Mm
0: you could certainly ask that during the meetings is that quite a specific amount of time they could do it just after the meetings ended for example or
1: just before
4: True. if what about today? they're not
1: attacking just... during the meetings then I'll see nothing
0: and you will retain that ability to do it again or it will be expended
1: yeah, I believe so anyway it's been like that before it's worth a try right right where in Arois does the Valkyrian Empire intend to attack during these meetings?
2: I like it. Quill, you fill yourself with the energy, can you know, summoning the power of the Eye of the Storm. You wait for the foggy mist to overcome. Nothing happens. You do not expend a charge of it, as the question cannot be answered.
1: Okay, I saw nothing, which is good. That's great. Mm. It, is it? So, it could it mean there's no attack. Has
3: he? Has he wormed around it some way? Is someone not making a decision somewhere down the line that could affect? No. Um. Okay, different question. New tactic, new approach. We've got a question. Why not use it? Next, uh, where is Project Vanguard? Maybe? Because that thing well, is big. That will big. give us.
1: That will give a definitive. Uh...
3: I mean, it's great to know where that thing is, because, <clears throat> yeah, as no, if it's near the fancy-schmancy holes, then that's a bad
4: time. Bad time. Would Zarkira attack today? Would that be on her list of things to do? <laughs> yes.
2: Well, the Valkyrian Empire, I will longest. say that the Valkyrian Empire would include Zarkira. Like, anybody, like, her. from Quill's perspective he's yeah. including anybody associated with Kallus, so I, I'd say that Quill would know that Zarkira would have been included in that. It wasn't specific okay. to Callus, yeah. he said Valkyrian Empire, so cool.
1: nice. um, Okay
0: <laughs> I don't like yeah. his face at all
3: No, he's doing that thing He got minds. away
0: with something
3: Let <laughs> lets us do something <clears throat>
2: I'm well, not letting you do it. You guys, well, are, that...
0: you guys are just coming up with what you want to do. That's as definitive as we can get. Having no answer to that specific question is a good sign that the Valkyrian forces will not be attacking during this meeting, at least.
1: <laughs> will not be attacking. I think that's the important distinction I th- here. I
5: don't. The thing is, I don't think you had a no. You just had no answer. I don't think that was a confirmation either way. It was just no answer.
4: So they're not attacking specifically, but could they just show up? They might do. They might do. Try and negotiate or something. I'm so stressed.
0: There's little we can do Uh. about it. As long as people are safe, that's all we care about, right? Politics Mm -hmm. aside, if they're here to talk, so be it. We can't do much about it other than talk back. But as long as the people we care about and Erosian people are safe, we're doing our jobs
1: right. Well, okay. Quill. We're about to go into these meetings and we're about to show them Project Vanguard. Okay. Valkyrian and these One more guys question, that we're now meeting.
5: Then.
1: Yeah, they don't know about my eye, so they've got no idea that I could find out where Project Vanguard is right now and we could jump on this thing before it's even activated, hopefully
5: could you ask that question now then because at the very least we could present that to the council and say we know where it is
1: sure wait
0: wait Uh, you can do it at any time let's use that something could come up in the meeting and you could answer that question straight away the Vanguard they got it through
3: a portal they got it through a portal so if that thing can move through a portal it can move through one at any time I think we need to keep yeah that needs to be used in the moment, probably.
0: If it's instantaneous, One... then I think we should.
3: Mm. <laughs> I'm just One doing it to watch it.
5: <laughs> Go, on, Kim. One other question, I guess, for us is should we mention the wings of Ishtar and our possible mission on the Tassadar? I feel like we need to keep the wings safe, right? So we should probably keep that to ourselves.
1: It depends. How much should do we, we s- trust the people in this meeting?
5: I don't at all. Well, probably not much then.
1: We don't want to share too much of that. Valor sent us the codes, messengering, and...
2: uh, (laughs) and I'm assuming all of this is messengering because Arvel and Petal aren't interjecting, so they they can't hear you. They're just doing stuff. Um, so this is all messengering. Uh, before we go into it, Kim, I have one very important question because you've already given a bunch of data to the Dragonborn. You've created a bunch of these like copies of data, data shards and things like that. What exactly... What exact information are you sharing? Because, like, yeah, are you going to tell them about the Wings of Ishtar? Are you going to tell them the teleportation circle runes for the Tassadar? You tell me what you've got on there.
5: So I imagined that I would have told them of our um, mm-hmm. brief reports of our uh, current what's the word? Engagement with uh, Zarkira in locations like the Cold Light Depths, the Twilight Corals, the Temple of Hesper in Ironwick, the Ship Under the Lake with um, Deimos. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I so would the have told known, them about the known the sites. Known yeah. sites.
2: Yeah. I would have told yeah. them
5: about uh, Aegis five, um, and the kind of the operations there. I would have told them about the use of cloning, um, how Starbane uses mm-hmm. cloning um, to create soldiers, and probably, I guess, with Ayla's permission, I, depending on what Ayla says, like about the destruction of Alfheim, and how he was using the World Engine there as a possible weapon, and that's why he wants to use the World Engine on Arois. Um, to destroy the would. I would have told them tell them that Mm.
3: so yeah, Yeah. assuming that's part of it I would have
5: told them I probably would have included the the map of the Astral Sea and the um, Empire up there and then you know how we got all that tactical information I would have given them that I would not have said anything about the wings of Ishtar um, and Mm -hmm. I would not have given the teleportation location to the Tastar
1: Yeah, I think it's pretty much anything the Valkyrian Empire knows that we know. Mm,
3: Just not the stuff that directly leads us to Valor, I guess, and that mission.
2: Okay, yeah, that's like a big distinction. I just wanted to make it clear. Sure, yeah, that sounds like that's the key stuff you're leaving out. You're not including anything about Valor or... um, Because you told the Dragonborn about Valor being Starbane's daughter before, didn't you? I'm pretty sure you guys did. Uh, I went through and I'm pretty sure you mentioned. I think so. Yeah, Yeah, you did, yeah. So the Dragonborn know that Valor exists and that she's been taken. um, But maybe the others don't.
5: Cool. All right. Would have sorry, said I just to get all that. the schematics for Project Vanguard as well. Like I would have, I would have given oh, yes. a report about the base and the schematics and all that stuff too. Sweet. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, Vala. Uh, sorry. Uh, Arvel and uh, Petal. Uh, bring over various breakfast foods, uh, some waters and things like that. Um, Arvel's got like a little apron and a tea towel thrown over his shoulder. Uh, Petal's kind of helping him. She's got like lots of little magical devices where she's been helping heat up food and, you know, flavor, flavor things and things like that. Um, well, you're all being quiet. So I'm assuming you're all doing some magic magic talking or something uh but still you guys have got a big long day you got a a lot of important uh conversations so make sure you eat up get your strength and uh yeah good luck i don't envy your position
0: thank you you do a lot of business talks and big big
2: meetings with people right any tips it's a little different. Uh, I don't engage. uh, uh, Degas trading has always been in a position of strength, so I've never really had to negotiate uh, any big major deals personally. I don't buy up other companies and and guilds and things like that. The main thing I could say is, uh, well, know your priorities. Uh, Y'all know what you're all capable of. You know what your abilities are. You know what you can do. I guess look at what you need from others, Uh, look at what you want, and you're going to have to find a compromise somewhere. Nobody's ever going to give up everything they have. Nobody's ever going to give up everything that they they want. Every negotiation, whether it's a business deal or diplomacy or uh, a surrender. It's always about a compromise. You all have to be prepared that you're going to have to compromise as well as the compromises you expect others to make as well. Uh, I guess that's my only advice. This is all a little bit above me. It's one of the reasons I never signed up to be the head of the guild, so. Well, it's appreciated nonetheless. You wouldn't be where Mm -hmm. you were if you didn't have your expertise, so thank you, Arvel. I appreciate that. That's all right. And uh, I'll take good care of uh, Miss Pe- Miss uh, Guinevere here. Uh, we'll keep each other company, don't worry. Uh, we we'll go over some work and uh, she's she got all sorts of magical tinkering she's been showing me so we can uh, keep ourselves busy with that. Uh, uh, Petal or Guinevere will come up to Sentry and just be like, be safe, Sentry. I-, I know that this place is, is protected, but um, just be safe, all right? And you, Petal. I don't want to lose you again. And she just kind of, like, rests her head on your big metal <laughs> armor.
4: I'll give her a big hug.
2: Yeah, she kind of hugs you back. Um, but yeah, uh, well.
4: you would be good as well. Unless I, I know what you're like. <laughs>
2: I, I, I am not. I'm not quite that little anymore. I don't run off causing trouble. But yes, Mister Mister um. Arvel and I uh, <laughs> will just keep ourselves busy. I've got I've got plenty of work to be getting on with. I, I've brought a few little things to tinker with. So,
4: oh, wonderful! I look forward to seeing them when I get back. And let me know if you need anything. No matter what, I will come running. I will leave that meeting. You are my top priority.
2: I will do. But focus on the people of Arois. They're the most important right now. Uh, well, is there anything else? Like, did you want to use the storm? I have the storm. You're going to save it. You want to cast any spells? I Otherwise, think, uh, I will have rain come and get you and take you to yeah. your first meeting.
1: I'm going to save it for an important moment in the meeting in case there's any other questions that come up.
2: Sure. Got one any scries or communes? If not, we'll, we'll jump to it.
5: I think, yeah, with three spell slots, I might keep keep it.
2: Sure. Okay. Uh, Rain, uh, your liaison here, uh, comes and fetches you, uh, knocks at the door, and after giving permission, comes in. Uh, You can see that he's dressed once again in a kind of very uh, prim and proper military uniform, hair tied back, uh, nicely oiled, um, and he just bows his head. Crew of the Storm Chaser, I am here to request uh, you accompany me to our first meeting of the day. Uh, I believe that Danica will be opening the floor for the initial overview of the current situation. Uh, We will also be having Starcaller Navarine discuss the matters of divinity and the Cradle. Uh, The Dragonborn wish to confirm some of the military aspects of Valkyrian's forces. And then you are invited to offer up and make your initial statements about your uh, encounters with these forces. Uh, if you are ready, please follow me.
1: Yeah. Are we ready? Well, also, no, but. Yes. I think
3: Ayla is just going to say in the messenger ring just remember that we have this channel. So, you know, before we trip up over words or I say anything at all in front of any other humans, you know, ever, and just, just remember that. Cool. Nice.
2: Sure. Okay. just make sure you tell me when you're using messenger ring so I know when you're talking out loud and when you're talking telepathically uh, okay Rain leads you uh, he takes you down several winding corridors and once again um, exchanges lead you to a set of opaline doors that lead into an internal chamber uh, a series of command phrases kind of key phrases uh, are passed back and forth between the two um, the, the guards at the door and Rain something along the lines of like Azure, Clouds open waters, uh, and then they respond with a, a series of, you know, code phrases as well. Um, they will nod and then you are let in. The room is like a giant round table. Uh, at the very far end the only chair that is different uh, is a very um, it's not particularly opulent Uh, it appears to be carved mainly uh, kind of like shaped from brass Uh, so not particularly expensive or gaudy but it's done in the decoration of flames like a rising flaming kind of chair or high backed chair Uh, and that is very clearly uh, for Miss Danica Bloodfire who is already sat down uh, wearing uh, red robes much more regally dressed than she was before looking very resplendent with this high golden brassy flame collar um still looking quite young compared to all the other representatives danica is yeah she's only kind of she must be in her early 20s uh, at best in this life um of the her reincarnation uh, but the others are all sat down uh, and it looks like you are the last ones to arrive everybody is sat down uh eagerly anticipating uh they have various scribes or attendants waiting near them um sheaths of paper uh inks and all of that kind of all laid out uh there is also a very large map of a roas in the very center of the table uh you are invited to sit down section of seats all arrayed for you uh and then when everybody is there you can hear like murmuring that kind of like hushed conversation as everybody's kind of getting settled speaking with their neighbors uh to on either side of you, so sat next to Lucius at one end and then whoever wants to be at the far end of the other, Lucius, Sky Prince Aradan is sat next to you. Um, on the other side would be... Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, it would actually probably be Amadrasos, uh, the copper dragon in humanoid form. You can see that the dragon's chairs have had to be uh, replaced with larger ones because they're all like seven, eight feet tall. They're massive, the dragon's in humanoid form. Um, and they're, you know, so they've kind of got like separate kind of chairs that space them out a little bit differently. Um, but yeah, so whoever is at the far end is sat next to Amadrasos. Um it's Lucius is Okay, it sounds well. It's Nova or or Ayla because Ayla was also putting. I think Ayla will
3: do it. I think I feel like Ayla would put herself in that position rather than Nova. Yeah.
2: Uh, Amadrasos just kind of like nods his head. He's he's polite. He kind of nods his head. Ayla of the Storm Chaser, uh, as you kind of take a seat. Uh, Prince Aradan looks at you, Lucius. Lucius, I'm so glad that you're here. Are you? Do you think you and the crew are ready? As will ever be. Honestly, Uh, I hope you have your best diplomatic hat on today. Going to be an <laughs> I will one. certainly I will do my best to try and um, lend as much strength and support to what you have to say as well as represent Gusthaven as best as I can I have to deliver my report on these uh, these sky pirates and the weapons factory that we found uh, but I don't believe that will be until perhaps later today or tomorrow um, but still I will do my best to lend you what support I can my friend and he just kind of like puts his hand on your shoulder sort of like we're in this together now kind of thing thank you
1: before we carry on with the show, I need to take a moment one-on-one with you to talk to you about your balls. We've all gone lazy in lockdown, and with the world starts to open up, we need to consider what we're going to do when you start to open up. Your pants. The world. They're all going to see it. Trust me. If you want to control that mess down there, then you should try out MANSCAPED and use the code Rollers to get 20% off with free delivery. You can tame the wilderness with the perfect package 3.0 kit that includes a waterproof cordless lawnmower 3.0 with ceramic blades and advanced skin safe technology. It carries on, it just keeps going, all pioneered by Manscaped. You might also want to try out the Crop Preserver Ball deodorant and moisturizer to freshen those bad boys up. Or even the Crop Reviver Ball Toner to give your little lads a slice of heaven. Both of those and more are available in the Perfect Package 3.0 kit. So grab that mower and make a statement, damn it! Make sure you use the code HIGHROLLERS to get 20% off and free delivery. Back to the show.
2: The room falls silent as Danica stands up and the whole room, where it's been brightly lit, the lighting dims down and a kind of halo of fire erupts at the very top of the room ceiling. casting a very kind of golden but still orangey glow down onto everybody below. Danica looks around, taking a moment to look at everybody in the eyes. Welcome, gathered representatives and noble leaders of Aroes. I am Danica Bloodfire, steward of Horizon, and I shall be the chair of this summit to discuss Aroes' safety. I have made one thing clear to all of you in private, but I will repeat myself here. You are all guests of Horizon. I do not care for any anger or tempers to cause trouble amongst us. We have all had our conflicts in the past, whether internal or external. As far as I am concerned, you are all under my protection, and you will treat each other Respectfully, you are all also protected. In this room, we must discuss the future of our world against a threat that only a few of us can truly understand. It is a grave threat, and I cannot impress upon its importance to the people of Erois that we approach this matter with the grievous sincerity and security. With that said, the matter we will be discussing is the potential invasion of Erois by one Callous Valkyrian, also known to the people of Erois as Callous Starbane. We all know the stories, we all know the legends. I was there in the Sundering 500 years ago. The Dragonborn, the Dragons, General Nathariel was there. Sentinel Prime, she gestures to Century, was also there. We know the weight of the forces that Callus can throw against us. But it seems that Callus is not our only threat. An extraplanar being called Hadar, one that is not mentioned in our histories, in our stories, also represents a grave threat. Valkyrian's Empire claims to stand against it. But it is the belief of the Stormchaser crew... That Kallus's interest in Erois is to acquire some sort of weapon. That it needs Erois for some reason. So, let us begin. I invite Starcaller Navarine to first bring us up to date on the matter of the Cradle and the Gods gestures, and this kind of uh, elderly elven woman stands up in a long white dress. You can see that she's uh, decorated in jewellery, um, all with different holy symbols of the different gods of Aroes. Uh, she also wears a single tiara with a star emblem, the symbol of Siaska, on her forehead. Thank you, uh, Stuart Bloodfire. This information has not been shared with the wider faith of Aroes. But I can confirm, after communing with the gods, the cradle is weakening. The cradle, uh, we are not scientists within the faith, and the gods do not measure things in the same way that we do, but I have been told by them and their allies, their servants, the cradle will fall within one year. The Cradle is our current defense against these planar forces, and the Titans themselves have said that we cannot trust Callus Valkyrian, that Callus is the one who uh, destroyed Siaska, our beloved Star Mother, and has waged war on our world. They stand ready to fight, but there is conflict within the Pantheon. (sighs) The god Hesper and the goddess Sayana and she gestures to uh, Kilek, confirmed by Champion Kilek, believe that they must surrender their power so that Siaska can return fully formed with as much of her power as she once had before she was defeated. We believed Siaska to be fully destroyed, but apparently this is not the case. When the cradle falls, she will be reborn. The other titans are not certain if this is the case, that this may be a ploy. They believe Siaska to be truly gone and believe that the best chances for Eroes are for them to retain their power and to fight back against Callus. There are several of the gods who believe this. Atelicus, Zephyr, Kelara. they all firmly believe that they must retain their power to fend off Starbane. This is a grievous matter of faith across Eroes. I fear that if news of these matters gets out to the wider, many followers will lose their belief in our gods, that they will begin to question things about Siaska and our history. But these are the truths that we must be aware of. Champion Kilek, do you have anything to add to what I have said?
1: Uh, only that Palador also wishes to join with Hesper, sacrifice his power uh, among the others I think it's important to remember or to know that these gods are not gods but titans we cannot rest
2: a big murmur of unrest when you say that (laughs) there's kind of like a what what is he talking about Uh...
1: they do not hold they hold great power incredible power power far surpassing our own but they are not gods. We cannot place all of our hope and faith in them, nor can we blame them for the actions that may occur in the future. Uh, the, or,
2: the, uh, Champion killer this is heresy. This is not the case. They, they are our gods. They, they hold the power of... Uh, you, you yourself are a priest of Hesper. How can you say this? Siaska
1: is a god. The ones we know are her children. And do not hold the power that Siaska holds. If the cradle falls and... The gods have relinquished all their power, then Siaska can be reborn, and we hold a true defense against Hadar and Starbane. Until we can get them to unite, we need to figure out how. We cannot get Siaska back to help us.
2: This big murmuring sort of uh, is actually uh General I never remember the dragons' names. Uh Nathiral Amalaz, the eldest of the Dragonborn generals, stands up. I do not know much of gods the dragonborn of Draconis worshipped the great golden worm a a divine being but I know that when we came to your world there is a difference between Siaska and her children I believe that what Kilek Ad Kular claims to be true the gods you speak of are not true divinity they are but vessels of Siaska's power there's another sort of like rawr, 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 dragons, you you and your heresies, rawr, 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 kind of you know lots of kind of bickering and arguing that kind of goes around, um, but yeah, and you can see that the Starcaller Navarine is shaken, like she's looking at Quill aghast that he's said this in front of everybody, uh, just We're you know. Absolutely, We're to a flying
3: start, team! Yeah. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got to fake.
2: True thirds. Go on, Nova.
3: If
5: if if I may.
2: Danica we holds up her hand.
5: Palidor.
2: Silences so you can speak. She kind of, like, silences everyone so Nova can speak.
5: We spoke with Palidor when when we returned to Aroas and he let us pass. And he confirmed this too. He said that if the Titans sacrifice themselves, Tiaska will be reborn stronger. I, if you can't believe Palador who else can you believe uh,
2: uh, how <laughs> but why why would they why would they tell you this and, and not myself or the other followers of Erois? Well, uh, why are you the only ones who who, ha- who have been told this? That is what I cannot understand maybe,
5: maybe it 's because we were face to face with Palador.
2: you can kind of like there 's murmurings, but less angry kind of more. Um, that's a good point. You know, uh, how can we be, how can we even comprehend, you know, what they're talking about? Nobody's supposed to be able to go beyond a cradle. How, you know, blah, 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 blah. There's kind of like lots of discussions. You do pick up Quill, um, uh, some of them, uh, Duke Rogrick uh, of, uh, Merskir, uh, a few of the others, some of the speakers for the beast races, the admirals, there's a kind of a like a are we sure that they've actually gone beyond the cradle? We only have their word for it kind of thing. There's a lot of kind of murmuring like that. Uh, Danica holds up a hand. Thank you, Starcaller Navarine. Matters of faith, philosophy, the nature of the gods or titans, or whatever they may be, that is a matter for another time, one that we must discuss in the future. This council is to discuss the threat of of Calus Valkyrian to Eroes. You claim the cradle will fall within a year. The titans, or gods, whatever they are, believe that they may hold the power to hold him back. Champion Kelek believes that our best chance is with them sacrificing their power for Siasca. This will need to be a conversation we have, and if need be, this will be a matter of faith to convince these other gods that they must do whatever it is we need them to do. That is something we will need to discuss in the future. Thank you both for your thoughts. I will now hear from the Dragonborn on the matters of military power. and Then we will invite the Stormchaser crew to give us their opening statements on this whole affair. Uh the dragonborn stand up. This time it is General Uh Phalissa the blue dragonborn. This very tall, she's in a humanoid form, very tall, very muscular, long blue, anime blue hair, uh wearing sort of ornate gold and silver jewelry, long robes. Uh she stands up. Yes. <clears throat> we have consulted with our eldest dragons, our eldest generals, as well as the records we have from our fallen ships. Valkyrian's forces are immense. The forces that he brought to Eroes five hundred years ago are but a fraction of the power that he has to bear. He controls many worlds. In fact, Nova Vija of the Stormchasers has provided us with a map of her of Valkyrian's empire. It stretches many worlds, many planes. With an assumption based on the forces that were deployed to Draconis during our invasion. We estimate, we estimate Valkyrian's forces to be about 10 to 15 times the number that were brought to Eroes for the initial invasion. This is considerable. Even the forces of all of the united Dragonborn factions, even if we were to liberate Draconis, it would still be a difficult battle to win. We are vastly outnumbered. Whilst the cradle is in effect, we have a hold to chokehold. Valkyrian cannot bring his largest forces to bear. If his intent is to destroy Eroes, he could do so without landing a single troop upon our world. However, based on the information we received from the storm chasers, we believe that their goal is not complete annihilation. They must recover something from the world. And if they destroy it, there may be a possibility that they will destroy this artifact, this world engine that Kallus is currently seeking. This means we will have to fight a ground war. This at least gives us a chance. We know Erois. We have technology. We have magic. You can only bring so many forces to bear at once. But this will be an immensely difficult war if it comes to it. In terms of technology, the one advantage we did hold was Ethereum. It seems that Ethereum is unique to Erois; It cannot be used by the other worlds. Valkyrian has obtained some in a report given to us by Sky Prince Aridan. A number of dissident Gusthaven citizens have provided the Valkyrian Empire with Ethereum technology. However, They do not hold the means to manufacture it. This does give us a slight advantage. For now, until we have a greater assessment of the forces that we have to bear, and she looks around all of the assembled leaders, our assessment is a grim one. She sits back down. Danica nods her head. Crew of the Storm Chaser, I invite you now to give us your thoughts. I would hear from each of you She gestures for someone to start, but she would hear from each of you. Uh, Who would like to go first? Uh, All eyes turn on you. Lucius's chair squeaks. Whack.
0: <coughs> I suppose as captain of the Storm Chaser, perhaps I should go first. I am Lucius Virian, Eloin, Elinaster of Gusthaven. And we have seen a lot. A lot has happened. (sighs) Where to begin, ultimately? What do you need to know? We're here
2: to provide as much truth as we can. For now, Captain Lucius, I would hear your thoughts on the threat that we face. Perhaps what you believe to be our best steps forward. But also... Anything else you wish to say? Out of all of us, the Dragonborn fought a war a long time ago. I was, I was a courtesan back when the Sundering happened. Even Sentinel Prime here only fought as a foot soldier, a protector. The five of you have travelled beyond our world. You have seen Valkyrian's Empire, but more than that, if the reports are to be believed, you have met the man himself. You understand that he has a greater machinations for all of this. Right now, you are our best source of information on not only the threat we face, but what our best solution to it would be. She nods back towards you, Lucius. Absolutely.
0: And I believe all of our accounts are important, as well as the accuracy. And I'm not the most accurate, so... That's why Nova, Quill, Sentry, and Ayla are here. <laughs> To fill in the gaps We first came into contact with Starbane Many months ago When he was seeking someone That was amongst us That came into our Our party Seemingly out of chance We were Taking an airship On a trade mission That was attacked By the Court of Shadow Seemingly Starbain influenced, right? And he looks down at uh, Nova.
5: Any other details?
3: Okay. Uh, There we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's
0: fine. You got it. You got it. Do it. Two thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs up, thumbs up. They managed to crash. In
3: the messenger ring, be like, you know, I did point out that we have this. We should maybe make use of it.
0: The airship crashed The Court of Shadows did not seemingly Get their uh, Their prize Alas Starbane tried to claim it again And Thankfully That person That Callus wanted Saved us But unfortunately transported us elsewhere
2: uh, the dragonborn uh, Felisa uh, interrupts for a moment Captain Lucius I would ask we are led to believe from our reports from the Vivex this treasure this item that he, this person he was seeking you refer to the one called Valor yes you claim that you believed her to be his daughter
0: he said it with his own words to which both Valor and us were utterly shocked
2: had no idea. Please continue, but for the purposes of this council, let us refer to her as Valor, not as some unnamed thing. Absolutely.
0: She has been our personal driving goal throughout all of this. We did not want to be thrust in the face of Starbane and deal with what we have dealt. I want everyone to know that. We've had to do what we had to do because we want to save Valor. We want to save people of Arois. And we've been put on this pedestal unwillingly. Nevertheless, Valor is still out there. Callus has her. The last reports we've had that she is safe. However, who knows what indoctrination or attempts he has made to bring Her and her powers, of which we have seen, she is quite capable to use and to
2: utilize. Uh, One of the other members, uh, not interrupts, but kind of gestures to speak. Um, This is Bloodlord Uriana Vashton of Bloodveil. She is is, uh, his daughter, and he has claimed her If we can recover her, do you believe that she would be a suitable hostage for keeping Eroes safe if we were to take her as our captive?
0: That is a difficult question to answer because Calistarbane is no straightforward person. You do not know his motives truly. But he
2: did desire to find her. He... Sought her out. This implies that she is important in some way. Yes. Mm. And I believe she may
0: have some importance with his mission. That is somewhat speculative, it's only assumptive on our part. I will now hand over to someone who has been journaling everything. All accounts. Nova Vija.
5: Uh, uh, Nova stands up, bangs her leg on the table, sits down, stands up again. <clears throat> Hello, assembled dignitaries. My name is Nova Vija. I come from Vortensar. I'm an Air um, uh, uh, Thank you, Lucius for yielding the floor. If I may, uh, there is a lot of information that we have. There are a lot of encounters we have had with both Starbane and various of his forces and of Hadar's forces. I have chronicled all these reports on these tablets known as data shards. This is a technology I brought back with me from beyond. The astral C, circulate uh, whatever, uh, dump them on the table, uh, pass them along, pass them along, pass, pass them along. Um, <laughs> they start
2: passing them along, yeah. Um, you can see that those I, I, um, in the council who are familiar with Magitek help the others to like, they're like pressing the thing that's showing them that they can touch it and scroll it and stuff like that. <laughs> like uh, the ones, because a lot of them have never seen this stuff before, they're like holding it up, like, what, mm-hmm. what the hell is this? And when she passes they, they it, show them how to do it. Uh-huh. Or
0: Messenger Ring Nova. Take a deep breath. You'll face many things. This is just talking. You've got this.
3: I'm really bad at talking. Nova, (laughs) you've spent every second that we've known you writing this stuff down. Just say it out loud. You got this. It's totally fine. I believe in you. Okay. Do it.
5: Okay. She believes in me. Okay. (sighs) If I may, in addition to what Lucius has said, uh, I believe there was one contact who was looking for girls who looked similar to Valor. Her name was Lady Vale and she was based in Goldthrone. Perhaps our emissaries from Goldthrone can investigate that thread because it is certainly one of the first threads in this whole tapestry. I would also say that we discovered worshippers of Zarkira uh, in Ironwick um, who were, uh, ...working with forces that appeared to be here... ...despite the cradle being sealed. There are several... ...figures of concern. One is Starbane himself... ...who I believe does fight with a sense of honour. Perhaps not the honour... ...that we recognise... ...but it is his own code of conduct. My biggest concern comes from his second-in-command, Zakira. She is responsible for horrible... ...violent gory experimentations as you will see in my notes under subheading cold Light debts twilight corals uh, she is a matter of some concern as she has shown the ability to operate outside of starbane's uh parameters and then finally we come to hadar itself there are records in uh in our journals in a journals from pre-sundering of contact from Hadar and it took divine power to seal him away in the farm realms and it will take divine power to stop him that is why Starbane is here because he believes that there is the world engine here can stop this however he has experimented before with Alfheim and the world engine on Alfheim and that resulted in the entire destruction of the the whole planet he has Murmurs. offered He has offered to let people leave this planet however it would be under his rule and the people of Aroas would be integrated into his empire
2: There's I, silence for a moment In your mind Nova you receive a message an oh, no. external message from oh, a voice no. you recognize.
5: Oh no. It's
2: a panicked elven woman's voice. Nova, I am with your family. Something is happening here in Vortensar. My research has been taken. City locked down. Can try to teleport them out. Where are you? Everyone's looking at you in the council chambers. Nobody else hears this message.
5: Nova will freeze, just absolute freeze, just her mouth kind of going, uh, uh, uh,
1: uh, uh. Nova? Messenger Uh, uh, ring. Don't worry, Nova, you've got this. Just keep talking. You're doing great.
2: You have 25 words to respond.
5: City of Horizon world leader meeting. Send them here now.
2: Yep, you've got 15 words left if you want to say anything else.
5: What, What is happening to Vortensar leaders here? I, I can't think. She wouldn't think of anything That's
2: else. That's fine. That's fine. Did There's a long pause. No. Did you say that out loud? No. Okay. So everyone's just kind of looking at Nova uh, while she just suddenly goes silent. And all of you are like, oh, she's just gone silent. Um she doesn't have another scroll of sending. Yeah, that's the last thing you hear, unfortunately, Nova. Um but you send that message. Um Miss Vija. Miss Vija Danica. Uh, the, uh. Are you alright? Do you need Vortensail? to take a moment?
5: Uh Uh for, and I look for the uh river and, and um
2: Titan. Fuck yep, I'm Ambassador right. no, River and Titan. Titan. Yeah. Yep. yep, they're just there. And I'm just they're looking, looking at directly
5: you. at them, and I just uh, make an insight check.
2: Yeah. For me, Nova.
5: Okay. Ooh, I'm really good at insight. Eleven.
2: Um, they're looking at you. They're they're pretty, you know, expressions just kind of neutral. Um.
5: Um. Uh if i could uh one last thing before i yield the floor uh we have potential allies in a race called the eterna uh if if we could reunite the triumvirate they could be a powerful ally especially as starbank uses them to power his fleet uh,
2: nova I, i'm sorry i'm I- distressed allow me to speak and you see Tian Gong like Please. glowing at Nova's side. I am Tian Gong. I was once a member of the Triumvirate, leader of the Eterna magical beings. We entered a bargain with Callus Valkyrian to save our race. That bargain was not as expected. We were tricked. However, our race was saved from annihilation. Hadar does not just destroy. Hadar consumes. Hadar annihilates. Hadar erases. That which it destroys is no more. No body, no soul, no memory. Be aware, Callus may make offers. It will likely be a choice of lesser evils. Nova Vija is currently distressed. Please give her a moment to align herself. And then the glow kind of fades.
3: And messenger ring, Nova, what's going on? Why are you in distress? I don't like hearing that. I've received a
5: message from my professor. My family is under attack. She's trying to escape. My professor's knowledge, uh, research has been taken. I don't know if it's. I don't know if if who who is responsible. I've told them to come here. I don't know what's going on. What do we? Do I
3: say something? Do I say something now? What do I do? Nova, calm down. Now might not be the time.
0: We need a contact. We need to
2: send some help, something.
3: Someone needs out. to as distract. Guys, we need to be talking to the room As right you guys now.
2: are having this conversation, <clears throat> Vicerine Galilea Vispreto of the Sanzensian Commonwealth stands up. I believe it is time that we heard from another source. And her eyes seem to almost shimmer with magic. And in the very centre of the room... Appearing in an illusion, an illusory form, is a dark haired, handsome man in purple and black armor that you all recognize.
1: This is why we didn't want to talk to you, lady. We had nothing to say to you. That's why the meeting was so awkward when we met you yesterday. God damn it.
2: The illusion looks around. People of Aroas, my name is Kallus Valkyrian, though you know me as Kallus Starbane. Your history has taught you to fear me, and rightly so. Much of what you know is true, though not all. Today, your leaders meet to discuss me and my intentions for your world, but I would speak to all of you. I came to Erois 500 years ago to claim this planet, not out of some bloody conquest or tyrannical display of power, but because Erois is the key to a far more important battle that I have been fighting for over a thousand years. Hadar, the Red Star, the Ever-Hungry, the Endmaker... A being so powerful that the gods of the multiverse locked it away in another realm on the edges of the Astral Sea. It has learned to attack from within its prison and has destroyed countless worlds, including my home. It invades not to conquer or to enslave, but to end all life, all matter. What Hadar touches is not just killed, it is annihilated, erased from existence. I have been fighting Hadar since before your world was created, holding it back and defending the plains within my empire. But I cannot hold it back forever. Slowly, inch by inch, the Red Star gains ground, and my forces diminish while its are infinite. Despite Siaska's hopes to hide you away from Hadar's reach, it will eventually find Eroes and everything you know will be consumed. I cannot stop, Hadar. Not without the heart of your world. When I came 500 years ago, I gave Siaska an offer intended for you, her creations, to make. She refused it for you, and there was war. Today, I have come to make the same offer I did then, but now the choice is yours and yours alone not your leaders not the titans you call gods nor the champions who fight on your behalf I want this to be your choice no one else's in one year the cradle will vanish when it does I will be able to bring the full might of my empire to claim your world and I will use it to stop Hadar I will do this I will not negotiate or bargain. I will take your world by force if I must, but anyone who surrenders to me and my forces will be made into a full citizen of the Valkyrian Empire. You will be given a new home of your choosing from my many worlds. You will be given shelter, food, resources, jobs if you want them, or opportunities to do as you wish. You will have the protection of my armies, access to my magic and technology. You will be made equals, regardless of the status of your birth or wealth now. My empire rewards those of skill and hard work, not of privilege. Your lives will be enriched beyond belief, and you will see the worlds and meet people you could not imagine. Two of your nations have already joined me. The Ganassi of Vortensar, long-held prisoner by Siaska's laws, will rejoin their homeworld of Ganass. The Sansenzian Commonwealth of Gisela has also agreed to my terms. Both of these nations will be safe havens for any who wish to surrender over the next year. You will be protected and cared for in these great cities until the cradle falls, and my ships can take you to your new homes. Until a year has passed, my forces will establish footholds and military advantages across Erois. If you surrender and comply with these forces, I promise you a better life will await you. But resist, and you will face a swift but merciful death. The choice is yours. And with that, the illusion vanishes the council explodes not in a literal sense like people are like what is the meaning of this (laughs) you have brought like they're pointing at the woman from Gisela they're now like like people like the dragonborn you can see them like magic you know engulfing their hands um like flames are like kind of pouring out of his mouth as he looks at the two ambassadors from Ganas traitors you have already aligned yourselves with this tyrant our enemy and you can just see the two Ganas just hold up their hands in complete surrender. What do you guys do? I have Can no I... idea.
5: <laughs>
3: I am The lightning is forcing down in arms. Yeah.
2: Sure. Yeah.
5: I immediately want to advance on Titan and River just screaming. What did you do to my family? What did you do?
2: They just, just look. Screaming. They looks they look sad. They look guilty. Your family has not been harmed, Nova Viger. No one in Vortensar has. We've locked the city down. This harmony has made the decision that this is for the best for the people of Ganas. Our city has been held here for too long against our will, the will of its people. This is not our home. You, We were denied planar magic to return to where we are supposed to be. I see your goddess, not ours. Callus offers us a chance to be reunited with our homeworld. For you to have your people back. For the people of Jasavir to be returned to you in a new home. It is the better option. We cannot fight against Callus; His force is too strong. This is the best option. We can defeat Hadar. We can have new homes, new worlds, and be united with our people.
3: What makes you think that he's not gonna destroy that world like he destroyed mine?
2: He does not need to. Once he has the world engine, he will be able to defeat Hadar. Siaska took it from him, she stole his opportunity to use it as a weapon. He's told us all of this. We know that you fight.
5: Did you ask the people of Vortensar to vote on this, or did you just make a decision for them? We are meant to be a democratic city! You are the best of us! You were chosen to represent us! I asked you to protect my family, and I got a message saying they are in danger! What have you done with them?!
2: No one is in danger, Nova, and of course this was to the people. You know how our city works. Harmony put the vote to the people, and this is what they decided. They would rather go to their home than have a pointless war that we are doomed to lose. They've made their decision.
5: And I... I I know that. I have spent my life's work trying to find Jasaphir. I came back with information. There were other ways to do it.
2: Not without avoiding bloodshed. This is the best way. I'm sorry. You can see that, like... The guards are, like, all getting ready. Danica stands up. Enough! And flames erupt over the roof of the room. Despite these revelations, you are all still here as my guests. I will hear the voices of all those who seek to protect the citizens of Aros. She looks at the dragons. Stand down, General. I will not have you attack any of the other guests you can see the dragons are seething ready to just, one is crackling with lightning next to Ayla. they're just kind of ready to go this is a revelation an unexpected one but my rules of my city still stand I will not have violence in these chambers or in my city, not until I know that there is a direct threat stand down I think that this meeting is adjourned for now And she kind of steps back. Storm chasers, I would have have you speak with me once your affairs are attended to. And she looks at Nova when she says that. The rest of you, guards, escort them to their chambers. You can see the dragons like, we will not stand for this, Danica. These three have committed treason. Their nations are treasonous. The dragon, the Draconis Militarum will not stand for this. You will stand by or you will go to war with Horizon, generals. Holy shit. Holy shit. And that's where we're going
1: to take a break. Holy shit. Jesus. That's
3: a, lot. Oh, he oh that's a lot. He didn't
1: attack. He didn't attack because he didn't even need to. He just got those nerds no. to join him.
0: I yeah. have a feeling.
3: Oh, little shits. Little that's, traitors.
0: Oh, uh, that's some fucking. That's some genius play right there, Mark Hughes.
2: Damn it! It's almost it. like I've had this in my back sleep, pocket, sleep. Bro, for a year um, and a half.
0: <laughs> incredible. I love it. I don't even yeah, know how we're to We're going to
2: take a.
1: <laughs> I need
0: oh, to that get that's that's
2: what I'm I'm I know that that's your character's, yeah.
4: so juicy. Oh my I gosh. Am the
5: gosh. Oh
4: Jesus.
2: Anyway, I knew we're there gonna was take gonna a break. Be a gag, right? Gonna right. give you guys a minute. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course. yeah. You just didn't expect people to have already signed up to him. That's the problem. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. But he wasn't, yeah, he's not gonna take any chances. He's already started doing his work, so.